Welcome to another episode of Just Impolite Love with your host, Jennifer Parker, owner of A Little Something in South Berwick, Maine, and myself, Dave Glazebrook, the owner of Yoga on York in York, Maine. Hello, Jennifer. Hello. This is episode 20, season 3. Season 3, episode 20. Wow. I've been calling it Just Love. Oh. I forgot it was just impolite love. Oh, just see well, what happens you, when see, you leave. I didn't leave anywhere. You just cut me out. You you've been MIA I've for not, the past few podcasts. I have not been MIA. I've been very much in the area, and you just <laughs> have other people you'd rather talk to. You've been ditched. <laughs> you've That's been ditched. Okay. So this is um, this is our catch up podcast. A catch up podcast. Catch up <laughs> because. <laughs> We've um, we've been busy. Yes, we have. You just came off of your busy season for the yoga studio. Yep, it was really busy. Uh, we had a record summer, which is really good. And uh, we're into the fall season. Definitely everything dropped off uh, starting in September and then October. Uh, November has been pretty good so far. We're on pace for last year, which is... I can't ask for more than that, yeah. I guess, you know? So your summer season gets crazy because in addition to your indoor or your in-studio classes, you add... Oh, um, paddleboard, beach yoga, hiking yoga. We did uh, yoga at... uh, uh, Bell Farm. Bell Farms. We did yoga at the Stage Neck. Ocean Fire. Ocean Fire Pottery. We did it at uh, uh, York Beach Surf Club and then Grateful Gardens and the uh, Gunkwit uh, Museum in... uh, uh, of American art in Gunkwood. That one, I had said that I was going to make it to that it, one, and I did, wanted to go to that more than it, anything else. It did really well, and uh, the thing that was cool about that is uh, we did it outside, uh, right by the cliff, so you can o- it overlooks the ocean. But if it rains, they can do it inside. So there's a huge and room. A gorgeous setting. Have yeah. you been to the museum? Oh yeah, yeah, I've been there a few times. Yeah, because yeah. I had to go coordinate and set it all up and all that stuff. It's one of my favorite places. Yeah, it's really in nice. the Gunquit, and yeah. um, yeah, it's beautiful. It, it really yeah. did, nice, and people loved it. So we're definitely going to be back there next year. So. So during the summer, I did something new. I closed the store Mondays and Tuesdays, so I had two full days off. Yes. Was amazing. Yes, that's good. I got kind of used to it. Yes, but now you're open seven days a week. Now I'm open seven days a week. Um, I started that in November. Yeah. What is what's the day today? It's Small Business Saturday. Okay, so it's the 25th today. It's the 25th. I just got done with um, the biggest Small Business Saturday that the store has ever seen. So mm-hmm. thank you everyone for showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, I. We haven't done a podcast, and we kept going back and forth. What was it going to be about? Yeah, so you just said ketchup. Yeah, but ketchup. But as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking about the very first podcast was about PTSD. And we had said that, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole whole series of the podcast would be about, like, living a life, you know. With with PTSD or... uh, Something along those lines, I guess, right? Or how do you move through life yeah. when... It's morphed. <laughs> it's morphed along the way. <laughs> it's stretched. But today I was thinking, like, you and I both have, you know, our own histories that we're working through. And I think we've mm-hmm. done really well in this this past... Is it two years? No, a year and a half. Oh, no, it's been more than that, right? That we've been doing the podcast? Uh, well, it's going on No, we two. haven't even known each other two years. It's going on two years. 
Yeah, going it's on going two on two years. But in this past, um, this past year, there's been a lot of big changes. And just recently we had, you know, a lot of sadness that we shared. Um, mm -hmm. But here we are, we're sitting here on the precipice of my busiest time of the year where I do probably a third of my business in yeah, one month. It's, it's amazing how much the holidays mean to small businesses like not not so much mine as much uh because it's just a different type of business but for retail it's just it's huge. insane well it's insane like i i've been talking to a lot of people and i said you know there's a reason they call it black friday yeah because they put everybody in the black it's the time or the date officially that retail stores should be hitting a profitable yeah right level which is scary right so you're mm -hmm. you're offering you're operating in the red for for 10 months out 11 of the months, year almost 11 months out of the year yeah uh, 11 months out of the year and then you get to november and you start operating in mm. the black and like honestly that's pretty true to form yeah like, that's 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 like the the yoga studio like we do most of our business in the summer but i would say well i guess the busiest month is typically july august is usually very busy too so but I would say after over like really it starts to pick up June, uh, end of June. But even like May we see a pickup. So I, you know, let's say three months. That's a third of my, you know, it, once again, it, it's actually a third of the uh, of the year. I get about. But it's May stretched third. out three months. Mine is right. compacted into like right. a month a, and a half, half. maybe. So uh, yeah. So I mean, like when you said you made like a third of your, you know, I don't know, say profit, but like you know, your, your, sales. Sales. I'm probably about the same thing, but that's over a third of the, you know, calendar. Calendar. Yeah. So, you know, it depends on uh, how everything. I mean, January is usually a very big month. I usually do see a tick up uh, in uh, attendance, usually starting in April, really. Mm -hmm. That's when I start, and it lasts through probably mid September, uh, with July being the high point. But July and August are usually off the chart. So, but uh, you, it's it's literally like half of November and all of December. So I feel like this episode, I want to kind of, um, and if you don't agree, that's fine. But I kind of want to base it around. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> the holiday season and just already, like what we've experienced, and we have, we have a month left to get through, and then not just to get through, but to enjoy. But mm -hmm. I want to say that. Our holiday season started with Miss Ruby's birthday. Yeah, so Ruby with, turned on October 26th. So it's the same uh, day as my grandmother's birthday. And uh, so uh, October 26th, she turned 10. So Ruby is uh, Brindle Lab. Yes. Um, she's my dog. She is the sweetest dog. I, it's, it, Ruby has... You know when dogs look at you and... You know, they, you can always, like when a dog looks at you and they love you, you can always see that they love you. But R Ruby has such soulful eyes. Like when she looks at you, you can see like she is not only, she not only loves you, but she is so thankful for the love you give her. But I also think like being, she, I would say she was, you know, they talk about animals being sentient beings. Mm -hmm. Just an incredible knowing. Mm-hmm of emotional knowing of what's how to read a room and how to read people and i think that's what she was more than anything just like 
When anyone was feeling sad or sick or suffering any way, well, she'd she be right would there. be leaning her 90, 95 pounds against you. Mm. So um, that starts off the holiday season. Yeah. Ruby turned 10. First, we had to figure out how old she was because... <laughs> you, well, you keep forgetting... My memory, I can't you, remember. You are horrible with birthdays, dates, gifts. Like, like No, you're not horrible with, with gifts. With gifts? You're horrible like remembering <laughs> what people like. Like, what do they like? So you'll buy it. Like, you just told me, like, you bought Aaron, your son, for, like, 10 years. Like... The one candy the he one couldn't candy stand. He couldn't stand. <laughs> well, because so. that, that one stood out in my mind. So when I'd be in the candy aisle, that's the one that would pop in. <laughs> um, so we had, you remembered Ruby's birthday. Yes. Um, and gave her extra loves. I think yes. Libby came over. Yes, she did. We spent some time with her. After after that, we went straight into Halloween. Yeah. You deserted me this year. Yeah, well, I had to teach at the studio. So you were you were... You were here alone for the kids. So, so you you dressed up. So I dress up every year on Halloween uh, in the studio as the uh, the rare bearded unicorn of York. Um, so, and I do a class or two on is the rare bearded unicorn of York, Maine. <laughs> it's just so weird. So like it's so hot. It's it's <laughs> it's the worst outfit I I wear uh, through the year because it's 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 lined. And it's just so hot. And I'm already running hot. Like, if it's over 45 degrees, I'm already sweating. So it's so when Libby caught wind that you dress up for these classes in your yoga studio, she took me aside and she asked me if you were a furry. furry. <laughs> she was a little... Which we didn't know what, what it was. I knew what it was. I didn't. I was like, what the hell's a furry? <laughs> so we had to clear that up. But um, so because you were at the yoga studio, yeah. so Maine does this thing. It's called Beggar's Night. Yeah. So trick-or-treating is always the night before Halloween. And um, so supposedly the kids go around to get candy. And then if they don't get anything or it's not good the next night on Halloween, they go around and do tricks. Supposedly that's what it is. Um, I w so Libby and I were handing out candy at the door. You had to barricade had Harry to bar and Ruby <laughs> on the other because they would just go nuts. <laughs> they, we had to barricade them. So they were in jail in the, the, the kitchen in the living room area. And they kept trying to peek through the, the <laughs> slats in the chairs, like trying to get at us. And, of course, um, I dressed them up. for. You were dressed up for Halloween. So I said the dogs need to be dressed up for yes. Halloween. So it was very sweet. But um, that night it rained crazy cats and dogs mm -hmm. and um but it was libby and i and harry and ruby and it was very sweet yeah um so that kind of kicked that off and then then what was next my birthday uh it was your birthday on the 16th and uh we went to uh the cliff house cliff house was gorgeous yeah, so we, we had, had a big group so we had libby aaron uh, your friend abby and uh myself and it was really nice we've adopted abby into yes, the family yes so that uh, was really nice. It was a really nice time. I had a good time. It was, uh, we ate well and uh, really good food, a nice atmosphere. We sat in this big round table at the corner. It was gorgeous. Uh, the restaurant, yeah, it was really we nice. Were, I think we were the loud table that night. We were definitely loud. Well, Libby <laughs> pounded the table one time. She emphatically, <laughs> emphatically. she had a point <laughs> to put across. And then yeah. it was sweet, though. Like, um, we just all kind of looked at her and then laughed. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. And, I think, you know, just giving a recap, 
of this all leading up to was which was probably one of the hardest things yeah so ruby actually got sick a couple days beforehand um well she wasn't sick she, she just she threw up and uh she wasn't eating very much but, but she was but drinking but she was drinking water and she was you know walking around still active you kept feeling her nose yeah we kept feeling her nose to make sure it's you know cool and wet and um uh, you know, dogs do that sometimes. They throw up or, you know, they just don't, you know, they get an upset stomach. They're just like us. And um, uh, we came home from the uh, cliff house and uh, she's in your office. But after, but let oh, me just okay. say, honestly, yeah. it was probably my best birthday dinner ever. Yeah, you said that. It's good. Like, and even Abby texted me and she was just like... It was just, it was one of those, it's almost like you don't want to go back to that same restaurant with the same people because yeah, it will never it'll be never as good. Yeah, it'll never be as good. No. It's never going to um, feel like, it's never going to meet your expectations. No, it's not. Well, you know, but you got to, I mean. Well, because then I was thinking Thanksgiving would be as much fun. And it was great. Yes. But I think just to say that night at the Cliff House was probably one that will go down as one of my top celebrations of oh, my good. life. Thank you. Like, that yeah. was very sweet. Yeah. But we came home, and Ruby wasn't in... Well, the, usually Harry and Ruby... Well, Harry's usually either on the at couch... At both doors. Yeah. Like, they'll yeah. both come to the door barking. Yeah. And um, greeting us. And that night... And Ruby was not there, so we found her in your office. She was laying in my office, which is not normal, and... um in a way that she doesn't normally lay. Well, she'd obviously, she, we think she had a seizure of some point. At, yeah, at, because, um, uh, you know, you just know, but you had said, you know, she was drinking. We gave her some water. She was yeah, drinking. And, you yeah. felt her nose and you she, said. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll give it tonight. But, I mean, if she's not better by the morning, we have to bring her to the vet. So, uh, just because if she had a seizure, we don't know if she had a seizure for sure, but we, we suspected it. So, no, it was just, it was, it was not good. And yeah. so like, then I decided that something just told me that, um, I don't know. You just, I just told you, I said, I'm going to sleep with her yeah, on the floor because yeah. she was not. No, she, and I think that was a good idea because she, I think she wanted that comfort. Well, but so the whole night, neither of us slept Ruby or I, and it mm. was just, um, it was very eerie in a way. Um, but then in the morning. She leaned over, got a drink, and then she stood up. And all I could think of was, like, you know when Bambi first stands up yeah. in that Disney movie, like, shaky on their legs? I've actually never seen Bambi, but I've seen the scene. <laughs> I don't watch such movies. I hate that movie. But I'm not watching I, I it have, with you. I, know, I have no desire to see it. Yeah. Um, but she kind of stood up, and that's all I could think of. And then she immediately collapsed and then had a seizure in front yeah. of me. And then I think I just yelled for you. Yeah, and you're, you like, so we had, upstairs. So we had to pick her up. So we, I mean, I think it was about, well, it wasn't even 7 o'clock yet. No, I feel like it was barely yeah. 6. So we we, uh, we called the emergency vet uh, just basically to let him know that we're coming. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring her to the vet. Uh, you you were so sweet. Like in my head and in my heart, I knew. Like I think I knew the night before. Um, yeah. But you were so sweet. You're, we finally got her into the car. And you know, the, one of the weird things that happens in life at dinner the night before, Abby had helped me take care of one of the goats, goats. that yeah. had passed. And the yeah. goats were heavy. They were over a hundred pounds. And um, 
Abby, for some reason, was retelling that story mm -hmm. at dinner and how, you know, they were so heavy, we just had mm -hmm. to use a tarp. So I think her saying that the night before kind of jogged it in my head. So we grabbed a blanket yeah. to lift because you have a, a really tall truck and yeah. my car was full. Right. Um, so we, and because of your hip and everything, you couldn't bend down. To yeah, lift I just her couldn't up. bend her. But once we got her up, I so I we got, just used. Thank you to Abby because then mm -hmm. we just used the blanket like we had with the goats, and mm -hmm. we were able. And Ruby was so weak. Yeah, she was. She was not feeling very well. So she wasn't and, fighting us picking her up. No. So we we got her into the truck, um, and we drove down to Portsmouth to the emergency vet. But on the way there, you were so sweet because so I got in the truck and then I climbed over the seats into the back and just held her head on my lap. Mm -hmm. But you the whole time you were saying, Ruby, we're just gonna get you checked out, baby. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, and we'll I... get you back home. And you were telling her all these beautiful things, and she she would wag her tail every now and then. <laughs> I think she was so happy to be in the car. Yeah, she was just going for a ride. Well, when we got to the vet, I had to pick her up to bring her into the vet. She was wagging her tail she when would, I hold her. Yeah, she was I, wagging her, and then I, I held her on my lap in the, uh, when we were in the waiting room, and she was wagging her tail. I think that was the hardest thing, is like we brought her in, um, and they had to take her on a stretcher. Yeah. And they separated us from her. And she, Ruby hates the vets. Yeah. She, like, any other time that I brought her, I think I brought her once during COVID and once after, she literally sat on her hind haunches and we had to drag her whole body <laughs> in by the leash. It was horrific. Like, thank God we had our harness on. So, like, that was hard, knowing how much she doesn't like the vets. Mm -hmm. But she couldn't fight. And then we just, we got the horrible news, and it yeah. was like... It was, uh, I mean, they, they couldn't... It was a ruptured tumor. So it was a ruptured tumor on her ki on her kidney. I think it was on her kidney. Liver. It was on her liver. And once that happens, there's she's basically internally bleeding, and there's nothing they can do. Uh, they said, you know, even surgery is not... It's chasing nothing. It's, it's chasing nothing. Uh, so the, the decision had to maybe be made, and... And really I tough. made it. Yeah, you did. So then the toughest thing was brave. calling the kids. Yeah, I know. But I think you needed to make sure that they knew and they had a chance to say goodbye to her if they wanted to, to come in. Yeah, so Aaron so, came. Yeah, Aaron came, which I thought was really good. But the vet, I'd never experienced this before. They put us in a room and it had like this little gas stove. Mm -hmm. And it was going full blown, full force. I mean, and then they put this furry blanket on the floor. Mm -hmm. And they brought her in. And they brought Rumi in, and she wagged her tail yeah. again. But then, so, um, she pushed her head against me. Yeah. Like, that's what she used to do when someone wasn't feeling well. She'd put her body weight, so she, like, she was she doing that to comfort you. you. <laughs> she was doing that to comfort you. You know, she could see you were upset, and, you know, she didn't probably understand why. Uh, they had some, they gave her some medicine, so she felt better, but we could even see it starting to wear off. Uh, she started having trouble, like her breathing, her breathing started became really more labored. Uh, you know, you just see she started to become more uncomfortable. And more weak. But we had, Aaron had said he wanted to come yeah. and be with her. So we waited in the room with her and then till he could get there. And then again, when he came in. She, she perked right <laughs> up. 
she perked right up and uh, wagged her tail, and she actually almost stood up. She, she tried to. She tried to. Um, she was very happy to see him. So it's so quiet, isn't it? The podcast. What do you mean? It's quiet. Usually the dogs are barking. Yeah, you know, yeah, they are, but it's just Harry right now. Um, so. But then we said goodbye, and so that that was November seventeenth. Yeah, it's 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 really hard. I mean, pets are part of the family. You know, I, I've had to lose pets. I, I actually, at that same vet, I had to put it, um, one of my puppies down. What and I was really thinking hard. about, well, so, you know, with trauma and PTSD and everything, and, like, what happens is you have layers of memories and emotions and yeah. things that you, you're supposed to work through it, but not everything gets worked uh, through, and you end up suppressing stuff. Yeah. As we were leaving the house, um, I kept thinking of Harry because one of the first podcasts we did, we were telling your story about Amy mm. and losing Amy and, you know, how difficult that was. So I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, we're we're in the same well, situation, it, not it, to the same degree. It, but it was it was, you know, in a, in a way, I mean, um, Harry was being left behind. He again. was left behind again. Uh, they took we had to take Ruby out the front door. Same door. Uh, same door. Um, you know, and when I came home, I came home with one less. You know, and, and the house feels different. It does feel different. He's much quieter now. I mean, he still barks and things. He does his thing, but uh, he's definitely sad. But you know, pets are part of the family, and you know, they, they, they're, they love unconditionally, and they do attach themselves to families and people. You know, she was obviously very attached to you. You know, she, you know, she, they brought her in the room and the first thing she does is puts her head into you. Mm. Because, probably for a couple of reasons, but I think one, because she knew you were upset. It was, it was lovely that the three of us were on the floor with her and we, yeah. we basically formed a triangle around her. Yeah. Yeah. We just kind of held her and pet her and told her she's a good girl. She is. She was the best of girls. Ever. Yeah. She's a really sweet dog. She really was. She's. <laughs> and I, I like, you know, I, I'm sure she wasn't this way always as a puppy, but, you know, she was a little older and, you know, Ruby does what Ruby wants. <laughs> and she, we'd put her out in the yard and uh, occasionally she would, oh, hi, big boy. Come here. And uh, occasionally she'd wander and we have a vet next door. <laughs> and occasionally she'd wander over there. And Ruby wasn't moving anywhere fast anymore. And... I'd have to go outside and call her, and you know, because she wouldn't be in the yard. And I'd walk over to the vet's side, and there she was, and she'd just kind of look at me. Okay, I'm coming. She'd saunter back, <laughs> but when I did it, and it was just me, she'd look over her shoulder at me, and then she'd just keep moving away from me, like slowly. <laughs> like all I had to do was run and get to her, and as soon as I caught up to her, she'd turn around and go back. Yeah. But it's like I always felt like I was chasing Eeyore, like. Um, it was it was hard coming home. It was like, for well, so like we had moved in together a year ago, September. So when I moved in here, like when I sold the farm, I got rid of almost everything, yeah. not knowing where I was going to end right. up. And like, I think Ruby for me was that constant connection. She was like, she was the part of me that made your house my home. Mm. And so coming home. And having that gone, that was tough. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, when you lose a family member, I mean, it's, 
I say it doesn't get easier. You just get further from it. The first day is, and I can't even imagine you losing Amy, but like the first day, like you go through all those, you know, all those routine things that you expect Ruby's going to be behind, be yeah. behind you going down yeah. the stairs. You expect when you go to feed them, yeah. now you're feeding one dog bowl yeah. or like, you know, the next morning waking up and usually she would either be on either side of the bed putting her head down. Yeah. To be <laughs> like, it didn't happen, no. you know? And yeah. the, I think the first couple of days, that's the oh, hardest. And then you get the, you, you eventually work into a new normal, but there's always a hole there. There always will be. Well, I said to you this morning, I said, I don't, I don't know what's harder. It's like when you first lose them and you're still seeing and feeling and hearing them, or, you know, as the days go by, they feel further away. Yeah. yeah. And it's harder to have like those visual and physical memories. Mm -hmm. It's more of a, um, like a faint, you know, and that, that hurts too. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's it's not easy. But it, people rallied around us yeah. unbelievably. Mhm. Mm-hmm. That, that's like I learned that with, you know, when I lost Amy, you know, the community rallied. I mean, I I just the outpouring of love was just something I can't even describe. That's it was just that huge. I can't imagine. It was that huge. I mean, she was known in the community cuz she owned the studio with me, but you know, it was just, I, I had no idea it was that big. So when you were going through this whole thing with Ruby, was that playing out in your head and your heart too, like losing Amy? Like, was it, were the were they like the past and the present coming together? No, or not, just... not really. I, I, I kind of go into a crisis mode. I mean, I did the same thing with Amy, you know. I mean, not that, you know, not that I'm not, un, I'm unfeeling, but, you know, when a person is in crisis, especially if it's somebody you love, to me it's about them at that point. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to take care of them. Whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm doing, whatever I need does not matter. I think what I'm thankful for is I think when it was happening, I knew I was losing her. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of fear around if I go to the vet, you know. Mm-hmm. And at first, I think, when you said, I'll take her in the morning, and I said, I don't think I can go. Yeah, I said, I'll go. And you said, I'll go. And then I think you asked me like seven or eight more times. And I'm so thankful for that because I can't imagine if I hadn't gone. No, yeah. I mean, like, I mean. You I, weren't mean about it. No, 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 no. And I, 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 like, Amy didn't want to take Harry the vet when he's fine, you know, because she, she didn't want to see him getting needles and things. But like at the time, the night before, we were. I was thinking, okay, she's just, she's Some an older dog. Something's wrong. She's under the weather. She's an older dog, and this does happen. So you know, I was thinking, okay, um, I will walk over to the vet next door. At, I know they open at nine. I'll be mm-hmm. there eight fifty-five with Ruby in my arms and saying, can you please look at her right now? Be, or you know, very quickly, something is wrong. I just we need you know probably need some blood work, an X-ray. And you know, or, or an ultrasound, something, just to see what's going on with her, yeah. and then we can make a determination. But when she had the other seizure, I said we, we got to go now because we—I I don't know if she's going to survive another one. Well, I, and 
I don't know how or what you call it, but I knew the night before, and I even think I said it out loud to you at one point. I said, it's cancer, and she's not going to make it. Like, And yeah, I don't know where that came from. And it's like... Well, you're very intuitive. You really are. But also laying with her that mm-hmm. night before, there was an eerie smell. Mm-hmm. wasn't excrement or anything. It just... It was definitely... I knew she was in transitioning. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, for me, it was a lot of denial. But also trying to... She wasn't leaning into me like she usually does when we sleep together. So I just kept trying to push my body against her so yeah, she knew I was, was there. there. And I know it was really big for her. I do. You know, some things like, you know, dogs can't talk like we talk, but they can. They do talk. They can communicate. And I really felt like she was at peace. I mean, I, I don't think she understood it was coming because it was one of those things like, I think it was coming in waves, you know, like, you know, and then when I gave her the medicine, like, you know, she was wagging her tail. It's such a brave girl. Well, they did give her medicine. So they did the ultrasound mm-hmm. and then they gave her medicine so she'd feel better. And they said, it's going to wear off and mm-hmm. that we needed to push a button when we were ready to say goodbye and it would be quick. Yeah. They it was what. handled with incredible. Yeah, they, they really I really nice appreciated job. the doctor and. Yeah, they really did. I mean, they, they did it with care. But the last time I was there. Uh, with my dog Anna, um, they were very good too. It's pretty. You know, they didn't have that room, unfortunately. I would have liked that, but uh, I'm glad they had that room now. Well, so this, so I think this was, you know, we've kind of had, we came together at weird times in our lives. Mm-hmm. You were grieving from Amy. Mm-hmm. I was grieving from my divorce. Um, it's it's funny how I don't know, but it it I was thankful to have you to work through this with and you're very kind as well as so many people. Mm-hmm. Um and the kids were amazing. Yeah. Cuz I'm sure it was hard for oh, my yeah, kids. Oh yeah, sure it is. It's it's, it's their puppy. Aaron, it's, it's, yeah, it's well, his it's, baby. It's, but you know, but even then, I mean, you know, well, so I mean, I'm sure Anna remem- remembers, you know, Ruby when she was a puppy. Well, Anna Libby, had just written that song about Ruby and yeah. put Ruby on the cover. That's my favorite song of her so far. Um, How I, so there was a lot of irony of things that were happening that led up to this. And so that happened, and then my season... Started to pick up right it away. It was just bam. Bam, went right into it. You started um, right going into the holiday season and uh, uh, Thanksgiving, and then... Black Friday and uh, uh, Plaid Friday, Plaid Friday, <laughs> and then uh, Small Business Saturday, which is today. But so for Thanksgiving, um, we did something different this year. So we had um, family at the house, but before that, you had said to me, "Do you want to do my yoga?" Oh yeah, so I do a I do a, a, a donation yoga class. So this year we did uh, to support the food pantry on the shipyard uh, that supports military families. But you do a yoga class yeah, I do at yoga 8.30 class. in the morning, morning on Thanksgiving. So you said, you know, I want to go. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. But I think after losing Ruby, it um, it changed my perspective on a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. That, you know, time is not it, guaranteed for anybody. No, it is Anything, not. anyone. It can be in the next, you know, no, nobody's guaranteed to wake up in the morning. Nobody. Nobody. No matter no, no, how healthy no matter how rich or poor, 
nobody. And I think that hit home with losing Ruby. Yeah, it's it's um, it's an unfortunately a perspective I I learned in combat. Uh, and got reinforced with Amy. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's very true. It's, uh, you know, if God's listening, I have enough perspective now. I'm good. We had that conversation that, yeah. you know, at a certain point, living just becomes loss. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, the older you get and the people around you get older and it's just harder. You know, mm. it's it's a matter of time. And then I told you death comes in threes, and yeah. you told me to stop. stop. Yeah, you, you got to <laughs> stop putting that stuff out there. But then got to stop putting that st- stuff out there. At the store today, Michael said he said uh, Michael is chains of cranes. Who's Michael and Peter? That yeah, have so become cha- our family. Yeah, so and uh, uh, Michael <laughs> does the the chains of cranes, and he does the uh, affirmation cranes too, which. Uh, but he was helping me out at the store today, yeah. and he said to me, he goes, I, he goes, you know, because I had told him, you know, he's one of those friends that you don't have to put a face on. No. I can say what I'm thinking and feeling, too, and I had told him about death coming in threes, and he just looked at me and raised an eyebrow, but then he came back this morning, and he said, hey, <laughs> he goes, this is horrible. He goes, did you hear Rose... Rose Rosaline, what is her name? Rosaline Carter. Oh, Rose. Uh, you mean Carter? Uh, the, uh, Jimmy Carter's wife passed away. Yes, that's right. He's so he's inferring that that's that's another one. That's number Maybe two. It, uh, and then he said, "I think <laughs> this is so bad, Michael." But I know he was trying to soften my heart and to like take away my fears. Yeah. Um, and he goes, "I think President Carter might be." <laughs> <laughs> It's horrible, but like in he, the intent of him sharing that with me is that to put aside my fears and worries about anyone I love being. You, you don't put that stuff out there because you can't, contr- <laughs> you can't control true. it anyway. You cannot control it anyway. So you just got to go on living. So I think, so we're at the point now, and I think leading up to Thanksgiving, we're finally at the point with Ruby that like. You know, we're sharing pictures of her. Yeah. We're telling stories, and it's not a sob fest. The yeah. day of, Libby and I sat on the couch, and, you know, I woke up the next morning, and I had bags that were down to my <laughs> lips under my eyes. It was That was mm. a tough go. But mm. now we can I had the week be off. thankful I had the week her. off, too, so I was able to spend a lot of time with Harry, too. So Well, there was a lot of concern with Harry, yeah. like being alone again and mm-hmm. but our schedules are opposite yeah so one of us seems to be home and then Aaron and Libby are just amazing at yeah take care of Harry they've embraced Harry as yeah. oh they love him and he loves them boy Ru- Libby's Libby's <laughs> adamant that I can't make Harry into Ruby though <laughs> he's not a deep soulful dog that like no, he's, can he's, sense he's, our feelings yeah. <laughs> we have to embrace him for the youthful yeah Harry's different but uh, Harry and Ruby got along really well. They had they, were they, they, they had a tough start, but uh, they you a, you it, forged that relationship between them. You you weren't having them not get along. No, I was like, you're hey, not allowing mm, that. No, they're gonna they're gonna get along and they're gonna like it. And they grew into best buddies. Yes, they did. So that brought us to Thanksgiving. So I decided to join you 
And then um, <laughs> Elizabeth and I decided to surprise you. And dress up as turkeys for the Thanksgiving Day class, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Which you, I mean, it was really a, a nice out. I mean, like the, the, the socks, the glasses, <laughs> and then you even gave me a little... What, tutus. Uh, tutus. Crowns, and then, and then the crowns, and then you had the feathers, and you had the, the same shirt on. That was really cute. Well, the sweet part was Elizabeth is a student in your yoga studio, and to find out that her husband, who also He's takes yoga he, classes, he, he orchestrated the outfits. Because <laughs> Elizabeth awesome. and I are both like introverts in groups, and so the fact that her and I came. Yeah, she went to the. Uh, we did a yoga retreat uh, in uh, uh, October. It was October? No, November. Sorry, beginning of this month. And she came, and she did really well. They, her and her three girls came to the, um, store, to the store, but they they made the sweetest cards for Ruby of um, yeah, her daughter. Did. Like oh my God, so cute. made origami of Ruby, and she yeah. even made Ruby in a brindle. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, just so thoughtful, yeah, very sweet. Yeah. So Thanksgiving. So the funny thing is, is like, so went to your yoga class. You like, oh my god, everybody wants to talk to you, and then like you're <laughs> such a doddler. So then, like, I'm a doddler, you don't know what that means. I don't know what you that doddle. Is. I doddle, I doddle, <laughs> you doddle. Like, your yoga class will get over at 7 30, but Mr. Popular, so you won't make it back home till like 8 30, quarter of nine, yeah. usually, and that's fine because then I get alone time. With the dogs. Well, I gotta like, clean the studio too. You do not clean the studio. I do too. <laughs> oh I, did, my I God. didn't clean it that day because I had to go. I was coming right back the next day anyway. But so, so uh, I hadn't put the turkey in. Yeah, <laughs> the turkey didn't get in until <laughs> noon. You know it's bad if the turkey doesn't make it in before Santa shows up in the Macy Day parade. Yeah, that was interesting. But it worked out. It worked out. It's, we still be able to pull it out at five. Yeah, we had a late Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, but the uh, stuffing was great. Your sister was here. Uh, your nephew, Zach, was here. And then uh, Libby and Aaron were here. We had a good time. Until except, you, except were, you, you were a poor sport. No, I was not a poor sport. You all cheat at, <laughs> at phase 10. That's, we played card game. That, this that card game, game is, everybody understood the rule. No, 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 no. I think the rules were, I think they were manufactured. <laughs> and I, I submitted my request in triplicate to protest the uh, at phase 10. It was bullshit. There were a lot of superlatives was being thrown. It was absolute bullshit. I've never seen you. I know you're an angry, grumpy elf. <laughs> like, I know that. Like, your mother said you came out of the womb angry. And no, I've, she said I came out of the womb as an, uh, an old man. I say? thought... No, she said I was an old man. Okay, but like... I it, was born an old man. Yeah. But yeah. we... I think um, it was a nice celebration. Oh, yeah, we had a blast. And then, uh, yeah, then that marks my... Um, start of my busy, crazy really season. Really busy season, yeah. And um, the store did phenomenal this weekend. I still have tomorrow, and then I'm open seven days a week. Um We've been doing some private shopping parties after hours, and mm -hmm. how many do I have uh, next week? You still week? have another, well, you have four next week, <laughs> and then three the following week, and then I, th I think they you have another two. They go up to the two. 15th of I think December. You have, I think you have nine more to go up to the 15th of December. So, but that's not even, so like, so thankful for everything that's happening with the business and the people showing up, but so next Saturday, 
um, is something in South Brook. I've done some podcasts. Oh, on the, it. the, the home for the holidays. Home for the holidays. So we're we're creating a Chris Kindle market. So the first Chris Kindle market showed up in your Europe in the 1600s. They were outdoor horse stalls. Why are you laughing? Because well, like, one of the, the the podcasts is, oh, we're gonna get horse stalls next year. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, where are we gonna put those? Well, so like that's great. They're gonna be great for one day wooden. out of the year. <laughs> but like one of the artists came to the store today, and she goes, "I've been thinking about those stalls." And she goes, oh, "We'll just build them so they collapse flat." So that's they- it. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> just collapse flat, and we can just keep them in the parking lot, right? No, we'll keep them uh, in the garage. Uh, the garage that we have no room. <laughs> that the one that's filled with cardboard right now for. But it's like I'm on a first name basis with the guy at the transfer station. Well, hey, Dave, how's it going, Bob? What's going on? More cardboard, huh? Yeah. Did you? What is that true? No. But you know what? When I used to do, um, you've been awesome. You have this big truck, so you said you'd do the cardboard for me because yeah. it's your. It's nice having a partner. <laughs> <laughs> used to be me, and I used to be on a first name basis with everyone at the. It is kind of cool. because you got to put the, the cardboard in the. Uh, well, they put it in. You're not allowed to put it in. But they put it in the big smashing. You put it on the big pallet. Yeah, holder. they they put it in the big smashing machine, which is kind of cool. Do they have to smash it for you to put more in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, well, they're like going to have today, drama seeing you pull up. Today I put it in; it wasn't too bad. But the day before, because the rest of the truck is right now filled with trash that I got to take out tomorrow. So the cardboard comes from. So I have close to two hundred local artists and authors in the store, but then also I order from all over the world. So. I try to order from individuals, small businesses, small cottage industries. So there's a story, a face, someone, a name behind it where the money is going into micro, microeconomics. And um, so it's a lot of cardboard. There's a lot of cardboard. Like that's just, a, so the girl, I probably got about half of it out of the garage, but your car is still full. <laughs> and then we have a bunch by the fire pit I in the backyard. I have some at the store. And we have more in the back shed behind the garage. <laughs> And you have more at the store. Like, so oh, during Jesus. the year, I can keep up with it. Not during but the year. Yeah, like, yeah, during the year, we can just burn it. But but come the end of October to November. So it, so we've had podcasts about small businesses and cash flow and everything. Mm-hmm. For me, I have net 60, which means I can order it, and then I have 60 days before the invoice is due. Right. So me being not a risk taker with something. I am a risk taker, but paying bills... So I order it precisely at the time so that the monies will be due after Christmas. Right. So then I know that I'll be able to pay everything off. And right. um, I ordered, I went big this year. I I ordered bigger than I ever have in the past. And um, go big or go home, right? Yep, then go bigger. So next Saturday, so... Uh, Chris Kindle Market. So Chris Kindle Market and instead then... Instead of wooden horse stalls we're using pop-up tents pop-up tents thank christ michael chains of cranes and i have designed the tents and you and i went shopping for oh, Jesus, the that. decorations what a horrible that was not a good experience i don't know if we should highlight well that. let's just say we went to a store that is known to give really good discount like it's it's affordable a very affordable. very affordable got to the cash register and this woman kept pushing. wait we had a whole we had a we had Whole a cart, cart full. full of stuff, but the woman kept pushing like their whatever, like their coupons or giving them the phone number, and you were just like, no. And she's like, no, oh. I didn't just say no. I said, no, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, you know, you were very I nice. I said it nice five but times. But she kept pushing it. I had dropped this. Like, I had let this go. Like, it, was gonna like gonna it was like she was trying to sell you cocaine again. or something like that. 
Well, like, so I've been thinking a lot about it in our reward system in the store. So the minute someone says no, <laughs> no I move stop. on. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. It was a good it's lesson. Like, well, it's like in the studio, like, hey, you know, someone does a drop in. Do you want to do the thirty for thirty? No, I'm just gonna do a drop in. Okay, move on. see you later. Okay, just thanks. Be, so yeah, have that a nice was, day. That was a dicey night, and I think like it was shortly after Ruby had passed. Yeah, and it was. It was. Oh God, it might have been the next day. But it was almost. Yeah, the next it day was or the Sunday. next day, and it was just. I felt like I was trying to stay calm on the outside because it was not just her asking me for my number, but she it went on and then her whole body language changed. And then she started saying horrific, horrific things to me. Yeah. And you were just looking, you're like, cause you know, I'm a Scorpio and you're like, she's going to blow. Yeah. She's going to blow. Um, come here, Harry. Harry, Harry, come here, please. But so anyway, so let's get past that. Yeah. So Michael and I are going to turn the pop-up tents into traditional um, Christmas markets that you would see in big cities with like lights and garlands and glass balls. Mm -hmm. And we're going to play music. And um, Tanya is going to be giving out free hot buttered popcorn that she's popping outside. Oh, really? Ooh, I didn't know that. Um, Poplar Brooks Farm is going to be giving out um, gift certificates and information about their farm in Southborough because they didn't mm. have a location and then we're gonna have 40 feet of tables highlighting just the local artist um, holiday wares and that's what a traditional Chris Kingle market is and then we're gonna have shopping inside and out both registers we're gonna have a register inside and outside but like people can go in and out last year we had six over 600 people in three hours wow so it will be interesting it's all day this year so we've been like scheming and you're such a good sport so <laughs> and you're a furry so you're like <laughs> so uh I, so, so usually once a year i dress up as buddy the elf which i don't call him buddy the elf because he's not Buddy the elf he's uh dave the bearded grumpy elf uh Usually at the yoga. So th this year I'm doing every Monday. I'm going to be doing Dave the Grumpy. Elf You're going to wear your every outfit Monday. every Monday, and then so In next December. Saturday. But next Saturday, the Dave the Grumpy Elf will be making his very first appearance of the year at your store at a little something, handing out what what do we call headbands. So bands. each year, no, they're not. So each year at home for the holidays, a little something gives the first gift of Christmas. Yes. And so this year it's going. It's these fabulous felted like furry reindeer antlers on a headband and they're adorned with like multicolored light bulbs and they actually light up and they blink um so if you want to come see dave in tights <laughs> there you go but so we gosh we ordered like 350 of those yeah. so you'll be you took last year we fought over handing out the free gift we like, handed i was doing good I, you guys are better at the the cash register and, you and were elbowing well, me no 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 it was, no, no. It was so, like no, the was, best no, thing because people it, are so happy to get their free gift well no because a i'm not the best at the register you and michael are definitely i'm definitely not good at wrapping the presents so that's not happening so what else can i do you like making people happy. You love connecting with people. You love. Um, it's gonna be a long day, though. It's gonna, gonna be, be there for. I don't know if you can last the whole day, or I mean, if you was should. It ten hours. It's um, ten in the morning to eight at night. But honestly, so everybody come between you, ten and noon, and I hand out <laughs> all the stuff. Then I'll be done. And then you'll be done. But we're like, you also have a hip that needs to be replaced. So I'll be like, all right. 
We're going to bring in a special chair for the angry elf. <laughs> Buddy the angry elf. But Dave the grumpy elf. You Dave. Said, you said not to put angry in it. That doesn't. Dave the grumpy. Yeah, Dave, we don't want Dave, to the bearded, send an grumpy angry elf. elf to kids. Yeah, right. Um, so, you know what? We have no idea what this is going to be because it's the first day that it's an all-day event. Yeah. Um, and to staff, it's kind of crazy. But mm-hmm. we're putting our best foot forward. But it's just, um, it's a Christmas holiday season for a small gift store is just for those of you that have done it before it's just 24 7 like got home tonight i'm doing bookkeeping and Mm -hmm. and you want to do a podcast for some reason i do want i wanted to talk about ruby yeah that's right you did and um also because i do these other podcasts and all i hear is that i've ditched you and that you're no longer doing podcasts just because i was becoming so popular you're worried i'm gonna outgrow (laughs) you and I a, hope you do. You're sitting there talking to Joe Rogan and going, hey, Joe. You think you're going to get on Joe Rogan? No, I don't. No. Um, but so that's happening next Saturday. Yeah. And then, so that's full swing. We see each other at night or... <laughs> <laughs> it's well, kind of like when we first met each other. We just go, 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 to, go to bed. Yeah. Come know? on, go to bed. Yeah. But it works. Yeah. Well, it's your busy season, so you're going to have to, you know, you got to put, you know, all hands on deck. But what I love is yeah. that somehow you're still, like, um, creating pockets of time that we're doing special things with well, the course. kids. Yeah. Last yeah. night, you rallied, and we got everyone to agree to a time and day. Um, yeah, for the uh, Sandy Hill Farm uh, Christmas lights. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to go in Elliott, Maine. That yeah. has grown and is crazy. I've gone to... Yeah, so we've got the tickets. Did I go to the Christmas one or the Halloween one a couple of years ago? I don't know. I I've never gone. Halloween. You're, I think you're going to be impressed. You know, we went gone. to the Boston Light Show with Debbie. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. That was this summer? Yeah, that was over the summer, although it was a little underwhelming at first. Well, because we, we were there left early we, and we walked through it during no, the day. No, because you, I think you bought the tickets, didn't you? Or did I buy the tickets? And you're like, no, I bought the tickets. Yeah, we were like, well, let's be there at 5.30. And I'm like, it's still going to be light out. <laughs> it, was, it was at the Franklin Zoo, and it was a little bit to get there. What did, what did I say it was like? I said something. You it, was it was really real, funny. I can't remember what it was now. Because the lights, you know, they're all on, but the sun was up, so it was like. And I always, like, people that know you know you struggle with your hip and that it's been something for a while. So, like, we walked through and it wasn't dark yet. <laughs> and then it was quite a bit of a ways. And then you sucked it up and said, no, we can walk through a second time. And we cut through the checkpoint so they wouldn't stop us. Yeah, we cut through. and It was a whole different experience. Yes, it was much better. <laughs> <laughs> what time did you get the tickets for Sandy Hill? Uh, it doesn't six, matter now. No, it gets dark uh, at yeah, 3 Actually, I think the 20, so it's the 22nd we're going. So the 21st, I think, is the solstice. So, uh, darkest. Or, so that'll be the darkest night of the year. Oh, so, we'll be fine. We'll, yeah, we'll be, yeah, it'll be dark at 345. And I don't know how we're pulling that o- this off, but um, all three of my kids are going. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. And so the store just keeps getting... Well, traditionally, this is our seventh holiday season, um, and it's gotten busier every year, but um, it keeps going up until Christmas Eve, and usually I'm open Christmas Eve 9 or 10 
to three usually, and it's one of the busiest days. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, all the men come that day. <laughs> so, like, usually one of my kids helps me. Um, Libby's going to be working during the day, too, so I'm hoping Anna comes with me, and it's just a ton of wrapping. And then we'll come home and do our Christmas Eve, but then you, you well, head out. Moms, yeah. You have to go to your mom's. Oh, yes, I don't, I don't want to, yeah, no. Your mom and I share that in common that Christmas Eve is mm. the most important time with our families. Yes. Not to be messed with. No, but it's okay. It's all right. We make it work. So nobody, You're going think, off to the Glaze Brooks. But I think that's a good thing that you spend time with your kids. Mm-hmm. Just you and the kids. So. Yeah, I think, like, you know, life has quickly become, for me, is finding... I'm not going to say finding the path of least resistance, but allowing space for joy and acceptance. And, um, you know, you've taught me a lot over this. Oh, gosh, how long have we known each other now? We'll know each other two years in February, February. the end of February we met. But like you've taught me what it means to show up and be present Mm -hmm. and where my whole life, I, I think because of what I endured as a child, um, Harry, Harry's Harry, going after the, the cat. Alone. Harry, come back in here. Harry, he's not barking now. It's different. Come here. Good boy. Leave the cat alone. Good boy. Good boy. Oh, you're such a good boy. But like for me, most of my life, I think from my childhood trauma was just running as fast as I mm. could into the future, not wanting to sit with anything that was happening. Mm-hmm in the present moment and I think that's the biggest difference having met you you know and at first it was just doing the podcast together and getting Mm -hmm. to know one another and then our friendship grew and it's like you've been a huge huge positive influence on how I live each day Mm -hmm. and um, I'm going to say thank you you're welcome you haven't changed me at all I know (laughs) you're still still a furry (laughs) You're still an angry elf. I'm trying my best. I'll give you a lot of space. Your dad thinks I have. Yeah, does he? Your dad will say that, like, I've had a good influence on you, and that always makes very, that warms my heart you when are very Mr. Glazebrook says that. You are a very good influence. You, you challenge me to spread my wings a little bit more. Really? I feel yes. like you have no problem spreading your wings. <sighs> Harry farted. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you for coming over here after, Harry. Yeah. Um, so that brings us through the holidays. Yep. And then um, the end of my busy time. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we're kind of at the same time through all of this, you know, it's it's the first of the last with Libby. Yes, that's right. So, because, uh, you know, she's a senior this year. and uh, You got to see some of her soccer games. I, re- I really liked her soccer <laughs> games. I <laughs> oh really God, enjoyed that. We have to talk about that. I really enjoyed her soccer games. I really had, a, you know, I really had a lot of fun at them. So, ironically, you and Libby share some things in common with soccer. Yeah, yeah. So, we both played soccer in high school. And uh, I, uh, so I know, I know the game. And sweeper, you're both sweeper. Sweeper, and uh, I don't know. I really liked. I really liked watching her play. 
It was a new experience for me sitting on the stands next to you. Yes. A little defensive over because I didn't. <laughs> you the one thing you you aren't is quiet. Like so, like, <laughs> so you didn't know you you got how many you went to a bunch of games, but so near the end you got to know some of the names. Yeah. Of the girls playing, and so yeah. instead of yelling out the numbers. Yeah. Number five. Good job, number five. Um, you got to the point where you knew their names and. One game, I'll never forget, I was sitting in between you and Aaron, and you and Aaron have the weirdest sense of humor. You're both really <laughs> smart, but you're both sarcastic asses. So like, <laughs> like, one of you will just say one or two words, and the other one's already laughing. Like, you just have, like, this unconscious streaming of weird humor, and you've read a lot of, or read a lot of the same things, or seen yeah. the same movies, and you just, like... It was very interesting watching you guys form a bond <laughs> over the stupidest shit. <laughs> and that that seems to continue as yeah, you get to know each other. Something on Thanksgiving. I can't, we, we laughed pretty good about it. I can't remember what it was. It was pretty funny, though. It was nice. It's fun. So soccer was one of the first of the last that we experienced with yeah. Libby. Um, soccer season ended. Then... Um, Carving the pumpkins with Abby mm -hmm. the last time because she'll probably be in college the mm, next time yeah. Halloween rolls around. Yeah. Thanksgiving, she might be home. We don't know. She's yeah. looking at schools all up and down the Atlantic mm. seaboard. Is that what it's called? Seaboard? Yeah, or Atlantic coast, yeah. Seaboard a word? East, yeah, seaboard's a word. Um, and then. <laughs> And then this Christmas, Anna's coming home, but she's getting older and has multiple jobs, so yeah. she's only coming home for a week. Yeah. Um, so this will be, I don't know, it's just a weird time, isn't it? Like, mm -hmm. the first of things for you, but also the last of things. Yeah, it's true. You're coming into the game late. You're coming into the game late, that's all right. Um, and then, yeah, we... Um, so now, like, I don't know, like, I feel like we've both done a lot of work with grieving and sadness, and um, seems like there's more laughing than crying. Yeah, that's, well, I think it always ends up that way. I mean, even with Amy, I, I think more of the good times than I do the bad, but I still think of her every day. Yeah. You know, at least once a day. I mean, that's, that's if it's, you know... Uh, and it's still, like, even the happy things, you know, it's still with a touch of sadness because, mm -hmm. you know, it's not there anymore. Well, you know, we, we talk about this that, you know, my, me getting divorced, it was still a loss. Oh, yeah, still a loss. And I have days where I miss, you know, yeah. certain aspects of that relationship. And I think the smart thing that we've done is we've kept the communication open and allowed each other to share mm. certain memories or certain times that we're sad or like Absolutely. I like to call it wobbly. Yeah. You know, um, it was, we experienced big changes this past year and. Well, no one's, you know, there's nothing, nothing's a straight line, right? Um, I think of this all, actually, I don't know if I ever told you, so when, uh, in the army when they're talking about camouflage. You, how do you camouflage something from your face to uh, your, your equipment to a vehicle, whatever it is? Nature doesn't do anything in a straight line. Nothing. 
pose so when you're drawing no it's not even when you're drawing or, walking what, what, or, or you're breaking it's about breaking up outlines and you know life's the same way and you're you're it's it's nothing's a straight line so you know there's going to be days that are going to be up and there's going to be days that are down and there's going to be days that it's flatter and it's more of a you know a roller coaster or slow coaster no, the, so there's two things that i want to make sure we, oh, just, we say that like was it the day that Ruby passed? Worst day of my life, I think. Yeah. I know it was the worst day of my life. And you came up with this profound statement of, baby, you just have to learn to embrace embrace the suck. Yes, you have to. No, that's not when I said that. <laughs> yes, I told, No, I didn't. We were talking about Anna. We were talking about Anna. That's when I said embrace the suck. What about Anna? Remember her car broke down. Oh, oh my God. So the day that Ruby passed. It was the was day that, that Ruby, day Ruby passed. passed. Yeah, Anna had... Anna was, was celebrating camping. her second anniversary with her boyfriend, and they were driving from Canada to Washington State, and um, her car broke down. So, so the saying in our family, Aaron, Aaron penned this that yeah. like, um, it's not an adventure until something goes until wrong. something goes wrong. So Anna's car broke down. So that that trip officially became an adventure, and um, in typical fashion of Anna. Um, Letting me know that she was okay thousands yeah. of miles away, yeah. she sent these beautiful images of what they were seeing, where they were broken down, and yeah. um, just a beautiful skyline, yeah. um, the water, um, Isaac's bright, cheerful face watching <laughs> Blackberry get towed away, <laughs> Anna sitting on the hood of Blackberry, yeah. knitting, waiting for the tow truck, and <laughs> like... And then a beautiful picture of them embracing with the skyline behind them. And that is when you said, um, Anna's just learned really early on to embrace the suck. And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I mean, and my sister and I talked about that. And um, she said, you, you've, done a, you've done an amazing job raising your children. I'm like, wait a minute. And I said, you taught me that. I said, when I was young, you would call me and cheer me up. You took me to Disney. You, yeah. you know, I would spend summers in Charlotte, North Carolina with her. So I said, really, you've done a, an amazing job, <laughs> like teaching my kids to embrace the suck. Like, and then she started laughing. Yeah. So, um, so, 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 embrace the there's, suck. There's nothing really in your control. So. You know, that's what they used to say in the army. So, I mean, I don't know how many times I'm out in the middle of the woods. I'm cold. It's raining or snowing. I'm soaked to the bone. Snakes. Snakes. You talk to me about snakes bugs, a lot. You know, and Crocodiles. so you can sit there and complain about it and sulk and whine and say this, 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 this. Do this, some this. people do that in the army? Oh, yeah, of course they do. I've done it in the army. But you eventually learn to go, all right, what can I do about this? Not a freaking thing. Well, actually, there's one thing I can do. I can change my attitude. Well, and I can and just, I'll embrace it. So Maybe. that's the thing, right? Yeah. So we have to set our intent and then follow up with our own will. Is like, what are we willing to give up as far as time in our life? Yeah. We're, or give away, yeah. right? You're giving right. those moments of your life away. And not to say that you always have to be happy or No, excited. no, no. It's, it's like, not, there it's not is being a help. Yeah, yeah. Like with Ruby, we or or loss there yeah. is a time that oh, yeah. you have to sit in the shit oh yeah you're gonna have to because if not i feel like you suppress but it. you can either but even then that's what i'm talking about is you don't uh, oppress it you, you, you or repress it you suppress embrace it. it suppress it you you embrace it you sit with it you sit with embrace it embrace the suck yeah you sit in the cold the wet 
the damp, the bugs, and you, don't you embrace. Try to escape it. You don't try to escape it because you can't. You go mental. Yeah, you, you, if it's it's just gonna make it worse. Yeah. So now now you're you know in a shitty situation, and you're miserable. You can change your attitude. So also during this time, I've had. Um, an incredible opportunity to meet the Glazebrooks and to get to know the <laughs> Glazebrooks and to have a have a clearer understanding of whence where you've come from and what makes you you and so in my family I'm the youngest of five yeah I go I go to the Glazebrooks and I'm the oldest of all <laughs> except for your mom and dad yeah. and I don't think I like that. <laughs> I don't, it's it's such like a twilight zone yeah. moment for me because I will always be the youngest in my family. Yeah. And I don't I don't think I like having all the wrinkles <laughs> in like the age and no. the wisdom, not wisdom, but so the other, the great thing before we say goodbye that has come out of us getting to know each other better and to, I think, helping, not helping each other with our businesses, but you do help me a lot. I'm not going to lie. The cardboard is a huge <laughs> weight off my back. But like, I think for us, we create a space for one another a sounding board to say, you know, this is going on. Yeah. Sometimes we're half listening to each other. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I know that you've helped me in ways of looking at my business because I can get tunnel vision and like, no, I, all can. I know I have, and you've helped me through that. Yeah. I feel like we, each of us bring different strengths to the table and things that we enjoy doing in small businesses. And that's been great to be able to, you know, offer that to each other. And it's just, just new, fresh perspectives and ideas and ways of looking at business. That's been awesome. Um, you, you have stretched me to think of men in a much better light. <laughs> <laughs> I have, um, I got into a conversation with your sister at, uh, the last time we were there, she was home oh, in from October, Texas. October, yeah. And she she brought up that when she listened to our podcast on gender roles, that she really didn't love me that much. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the beginning, but she also said that it was also good to hear the other side, the other perspective. Yeah, of course it is. And to open up and wonder, okay, why is she saying these things? How could someone be feeling these? And that, I I give huge props to your sister because that just says that she has a willingness and openness. To listen. To listen. And I think consideration is one of the most undervalued human traits consider, or abilities. To consider somebody else's perspective. to, to Without owning it. You yeah, don't have yeah, to like own it. To imagine yourself in their shoes or their perspective. Is, or to is consider what they're saying, thinking, or feeling without judging, without automatically right. judging it, right. dismissing, or denying it. And right. I, I admire your sister for saying that out loud because she's the youngest in your family. Mm -hmm. Right? Is that yep. right? Yep. Yeah, um, she's the youngest. And I think that's very courageous uh, yeah. to speak up and to say, hey, look, like... I was all against what you were saying initially, but I gave space. I don't know. That just impressed me. Mm -hmm. And I, and well, every, I, everybody loves Katie. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody loves she's, Katie. I, <laughs> it's amazing. 
Everybody I love loves Paul me. and Eva. Yeah, I know. They're my, I'm team Paul and Eva. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, you have an amazing family. You no, have, very lucky. Um, they've stayed very close and mm -hmm. inclusive. And every time I go, like I've only been there a handful of times, but I feel like I'm getting to know them. Mm -hmm. And they're very welcoming. Your dad yeah. is like, he's the quiet, he's the quiet giant in um Roald Dahl's book that just what is that what is that book about the giant I don't know you don't oh gosh don't I'm gonna I only read right either non-fiction or stuff about war it's yeah that is what you read but then you've gotten close with my sister yeah I have I love your sister she has um found comfort in being able to <laughs> She's great. bring out her sarcastic side with you <laughs> she's able to pop off yes that's right in a most loving way. It's been it's been an interesting journey mm -hmm. um, with you in this holiday season. Um, it's been good. So, but then we can end on this, I guess, is that um, I I tend to not make a lot of sense <laughs> when I, when I'm home and I'm feeling safe and I'm. <laughs> well, you, you have a thought and you like you'll blurt something out mid thought without saying the rest of the thought. Or completing the sentence, and I'm like, what, what? Yeah. Well, I guess because a lot of the times I feel so comfortable with you that I do, I don't filter my thoughts. Like, no, that's great. Say but, them, but sometimes some, they're very some confusing. Some make it out loud. Some are, especially some, if I ask you a question and you answer me in your mind, or at least half answer me. You half answer me, then you say a part of the answer and then keep the rest of the answer in your mind, and then you move on to a different subject and have, and I don't. I'm still trying to work on the, the, the third part of the answer you gave me, and you're on to a different subject. But most of the time, you are very gracious with um, <laughs> <laughs> our, how we communicate and um, spend time together, and I appreciate that. But sometimes you're a shit <laughs> and a sarcastic ass, and like, some, you do like to preach. Um, <laughs> Like in the beginning, it was cool because you were preaching new things to me. But now no, that no, I've no. got them all cataloged and indexed and memorized, and so no, it's no longer cool for me to preach. Well, it's just I've been there, done that. Stop but like, then stop doing the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but so I think the funniest thing that came up, you were talking about, um, not needing context. That's your yeah, favorite. Yeah, I, I need context. Your you favorite talk. thing that you say to me now, you're like, context, give me context, I need context. And the old me, the people pleaser in me, you know, I was talking to someone, oh, I was talking to my sister at Thanksgiving, and then the conversation carried over into the store the past couple of days about how, you know, my generation, her generation, you know, women found themselves in positions that previous in business that previous generations didn't easily find themselves in. So like I, yes, I was the director of business development, mm. but I was the only woman at that yeah. level. Right. And at a young age. So for me, and she was, she agreed that there was a lot of, um, on my part, like that energy that, Oh, be thankful you're here. Kind of like yeah. a lot of times I'd be sitting at, you know, strategy meetings and I'd hear, Fellow, fellow teammates, I call them teammates or people within the business sharing my, idea, my ideas or strategies as their own. And I sat there and I didn't speak up for myself. And 
a lot of people pleasing on my part in mm. my early 20s and 30s and I regret that oh and we're saying Libby will never do that that's how that goes. I don't think Libby would do that no Libby's breaking that she's going in and she's going she's a force with a big heart but she won't be walked on or no and that's good cast aside no she'll fight for herself she'll stick yeah. up for herself which is um, good so, but anyways, all of this, <laughs> so like, you know, for a long time in my life, if a male, we're back to gender roles, if a man was dismissive of me or um, gaslighted or any of those gross things, like I would just allow it and make space for it and not check it like verbally or out loud. But so you... I don't know. There's something you were, and and I get it's frustrating to be with me because my <laughs> I'm all over the map. I understand that. And very vata. But you do keep up with me ninety percent of the time, yeah. and I've and I'm thankful for that. But so you're you're on your preaching pulpit one morning, and you're just like coming at me with like context, honey. Like, and I just finally, I think I said to you keep up or shut up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like but your response is you laughed and you couldn't stop laughing and I was like so now that's a joke yes, and I yeah. love it and but that's what I embrace about our relationship is that it's not one dominating the other we each have times when we pull the other up alongside us and mm -hmm. absolutely and that's what I felt and that's what I'm incredibly thankful for is um I think finally finding a partner that <laughs> keeps me on my toes. You keep and, me on my toes. That's and for sure. I think that's why it has felt or it feels as though it works so well. Mm. And not, you know, neither of us obviously are, both of us obviously are far from perfect. And I'm pretty close. We have our. Yeah, I, <laughs> I on the relationship chart, no, am not. very imperfect, mm -hmm. and you embracing well, my is. past has well, um, meant a lot to me. Who you are, and you're a great person, so embrace it. Well, with some challenges, with some we relationship all challenges. challenges. We all have challenges. Um, what? Eva likes to say, Eva being your mama, she's gonna, well, she be, she won't be mad that we used her name, but like, she is very wise and she, um, likes to say that, well, Amy too, Amy and I share that, is that we kissed a lot of frogs and, you know, I'll own up to that I might have been the frog in some I, of those relationships. I don't think so. But like, your family has made space for me. Yeah. They, without judgment and... No. Um, Why would they? I don't know. I'm just saying I feel uh, the reason I wanted to do this podcast is I feel like I have a lot. To, losing Ruby was tough and probably will be oh, one God, of the hardest yeah. things I go through. But in spite of that, I have a lot to be grateful for. Um, Michael, the chain guy, the crane mm -hmm. guy, has become a large part of our lives um, in this past year. It's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. The people that enter stage left right um but he said to me he's so sweet he um he showed up uh so i didn't open the store the day that ruby passed i yeah, thought i no. could do it i thought no. it would be a great distraction i was thinking i was going to do it and then got home no I, I think i'm glad you stayed home and then uh libby came over and, and you were home yeah so it just it was nice to 
We watched Elf. Elf, yeah. <laughs> but the next day, Michael always comes in on Saturdays and helps out at the store. And he always, like, restocks his trains. What? His cranes. Cranes. But the he crane made, corner he made, at the he made, store. He made you that special ruby affirmation crane. Well, he said, he said to me, he comes in and he goes, let's get this out of the way. And I'm <laughs> looking at him. And again, he's one of those people that there's no pretenses, like mm. he, it's full transparency. And I don't know how that happens. I've only known him a year now. Um, but he hands me this box and I open it up and it's a special crane that he designed with Ruby's name. I haven't looked at it again. I've been a little sad, but I hung it up on our chandelier. I need to look at it again and read exactly what it says because I think I read Ruby's name and I lost it and started crying. Um, but why am I sharing this? Uh, I'm just grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful that I met one. <laughs> just that random thought thing. I just said blah, 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 blah. Um, There's been a lot you told me from the very beginning through all for through us getting to know each other us dating us deciding to move in together us deciding to be partners it was a lot for everybody involved especially my children without even knowing you and you were just like we're just gonna keep showing up we're just gonna keep showing up and i think that was the best advice anyone could give me and that's what we did yeah it's all you can do right and um, the life that we've built in this past year is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. And I'm, ex I'm pretty happy. excited to see what 2024 brings it's, for it, us. It'll be, and it's going to be awesome. The podcast is growing. Yes, it is. The column, um, our small businesses are growing. Mm -hmm. Not fast enough. <laughs> Not fast enough. That's okay. Steady. I'll take it. Um, my my mantra every day is debt free with the business and yeah. like I was debt free and then I left my job and moved to just working at the store as a shopkeeper. Now I'm back in debt, <laughs> but it's like so. My mantra every day is like uh, debt free. That's yeah. the point I want to get to. And then you know we'll come together at the end of the year and say what's working, what's, what's, what's not. not. Right. What are we going to do? You're just as you need to, right? Your mom wants us to move to Massachusetts. Nah. <laughs> I'd have to get a job in Massachusetts. I just, know. I have no problem driving down there. Oh, God. I'll just go visit. I, I do not want to drive to Boston every day. No, thank you. The day that um, Ruby passed away, a job showed up in my inbox. Oh, that's right. Yeah. A little eerie because... Um, it's about pup dogs, right? It was, it was for a company called R-U-F-F -F Wear, yeah. Rough yeah. Wear. And essentially it's, um, it's copywriting. It's creating original mm. content and social media and building websites and creative strategy. And it's all the things that I've built my career doing. Mm. And... Um, it was a great little salary working mm -hmm. remote and you know part of me imagines being home working with harry writing and yeah. being paid for it and doing what i've done my whole life and having that security and not worrying about yeah is someone going to walk through the door at the store yeah am i going to be able to pay for libby's college right um it's timing that it showed up on the day that she passed for a dog company <laughs> But like, 
you're so good about like um you know what you've put a lot of energy into this store it's growing like what did i last saturday was up 337 percent over mm -hmm. the same day the pri the previous year and so i i think like you've been a huge part of me making the decision i've got to ride this out like yeah see where it takes you you know without you know i also have to be realistic i'm of course i've yeah. turned 52. Right, so you got to see. Small business does not he have a huge four hundred one k match. No, they do not. <laughs> Retirement, um, but you know, I put money away from the sale of the farm. Yeah. Um, so. I, yeah. I don't know. So next year we'll see. Yeah. Podcast we'll see. is still going. Podcast is still going. And um, I'm writing every day. You're still working your full time job and. Yep, the shipyard. In building your small business that mm -hmm. you love. Yeah, and it's doing pretty good. I can't complain. It's a really nice little community. You do complain some days. Well, I complain all the time, but <laughs> I can't complain. But, like, you've had a lot of growth, and you're doing great things. Like, you're giving wreath at the studio that Ray Lynn yep. does every year. Yep. So that's going on this year again, too. So we, uh, it's, it's for uh, juvenile justice services up in Rochester. It's uh, for teenagers that are at risk. So uh, we Making don't. Making sure they have something, something to for open. Christmas, yeah. Yeah, we're the only ones that do it for them. So it's they kind of count on us to do it. And Ray Lynn started it when she opened the studio in two thousand two. She started it. So I think you should do more press about that, and mm. you know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I always say about everything. I share everything. I just don't know how to do it. Maybe you know someone that could help you do that. I wish I did. Um, so we're, I think we hit an hour at Glazebrook. Have we hit an hour? It's really kind of sad not to have the barking yeah, anymore. Yeah, Yeah. No barking. That's okay. We miss Ruby. We love her. Um, yeah. you said the ashes are ready? Uh, they'll be ready no later than Tuesday, so I'll pick them up. And so, and then we're picking up a tree, or trees, we're gonna on Tuesdays. We're going to take Libby for the last time, probably, to, to go get, get, get two Christmas ginormous tree. Christmas trees. Live, fresh Christmas trees. Yep. We'll set those up for the second year in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, people are starting to figure out where I'm living. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to lay low for the first year. <laughs> like a superhero layer. So, well, no, well, it's headquarters. I think it's a, bad guys have a layer. It's a little bit. So for me, what I have to work through is because you're the fourth man in my life. <laughs> And I'm trying not to have shame, don't be shame. around that. No, it's no and it's not that. shame around you. It's shame around my track record. Yeah, don't worry about your track record. But Anybody that worries about that, they're not worth being around you anyway. So. I don't know. I think it's so funny how you just... I don't know. I Now meeting your family, I get it. You guys, I, I would say the greatest gift of meeting the Glazebrook Brook family clan is realizing how rooted you all are in the present moment mm -hmm. and that is um that is something <laughs> but i guess you know that's where we're all supposed to be is in this moment enjoying what's mm -hmm. in front of us and like you know not worrying about the future because 99 percent of it will never come true yeah it's true and when you're in the moment like we were in the moment with ruby mm -hmm. you you go into this 
crazy mode of just doing what's necessary you, you don't have, have to. time to like no you can't think you, about anything there's else there's nothing else in front of you there's nothing else behind you it's one what step you, at a time it's right here right now and it's we moved through that together and that was pretty amazing yeah i mean that's all you can do and then um it's teaching me and you can plan for the future just don't count on it no, I'm, I've learned that. <laughs> I've been bit. I mean, a I few love times. I love the plan. I mean, you know me. I, I I love the plan, but I literally promised forever three times <laughs> and meant it. Yeah, and that's okay. You did good mean or it. bad. I and did you, mean it, and you did mean it. And I don't know if I'm going to do that again. <laughs> um, but right now, you know, even like you've like working out and like. Um, I went away for, last story, I promise, I went away for a girls weekend with two amazing women and we went to Newburyport and stayed overnight and at breakfast the next morning we were just talking and and Diana, I love her to death, she's like, oh, let's, <laughs> here comes a weird voice, let's, let's set an intent for the next year and, um, I love her, she's just, she's constant sparkles and she delivered Libby. Yeah. That's how, um. That's her claim to fame in my life, the love that she's shown me at times I needed it most. But she said, let's set an intent for ourselves for the next year. And we were all talking and thinking about it. And I said, you know what? I want to dedicate 20 minutes a day um, for mind, body, and soul for myself. So Mm -hmm. whether for my mind, that's reading or writing. For my body, that's taking care of my body with... You know, I said at the time, doing yoga or the Peloton, your Peloton. That's right, your Peloton too. And then um, for spirit, I think connecting with something bigger than myself, Um, whether that's being outside or doing something for someone else or... um, Anyway, so on the little chalkboard by the door... Remember, I would be like, oh, I've done yoga five, five days, days in a row, row, six days in a row. And so I, the, biggest I get, the biggest number I could get to was 20, and then I'd fall off the wagon. So after that girls' weekend, I said, you know what? All I can think about is today. So you just put today up there. So I, like I wrote that. today. And I don't hit it every day. No, it's okay. But you do what you can, what you, when you can, how you can. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. All nice. right. All right. So... Um, we're wrapping this up yeah thank you for joining yeah. me for another yeah thank podcast. you for having me on the podcast oh again. so to look forward to in the near future oh what are we looking paul at? and eva glazebrook have agreed to do a podcast no they have not yes they have oh, dear god oh my god i went to visit that i did a solo trip down to massachusetts without you oh jesus spent some time with your parents okay they said they would do a podcast <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to be there? Yes. Do I I have to be there? Of course, you're my co-host. You're my co-host, so we're going to do a a Glazebrook Roundtable. Oh, good. That sounds just Because you guys are immigrants. (laughs) Yes, we're immigrants. You're the only conservative in your family. I'm not conservative. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's perfect. Oh, my God. No, that's not true. Your sister is. My sister? Neil's conservative. Sure. But your parents, no. No, Aaron's not. I would say Aaron's not. I, it's funny, like, I'm incredibly progressive, but <laughs> sometimes I just sit there and don't say anything at your family's 
It's it's very interesting. So we're gonna do that. That's coming up in the future. Oh god. What else do we have planned? I have no idea. That's yeah. fine for tonight. We'll just say <laughs> we'll just, goodnight. We'll just, we'll just we'll just focus on today. We'll focus on today. I think I'm gonna post a picture of um, Dave the Grumpy Elf, who will be appearing on December second in Southburg at home for the holidays from. We're going to say you're going to be there at 10, handing yes. out our yep, free Yeah, I'll be gift. there at 10. We don't know how while, long you'll... While supplies last, and then Grumpy the Elf goes home and takes a nap. I think that's a great way to do it. Because <laughs> there's no way you can be there from 10 to 8 with us. But I'll Michael and I, I and I'll Allison... Do the, I will do the best I can with what I got that day. There'll be some of us that will be there from 10 to 9. You'll mm. show up at the end. I will. Because I need your truck. Oh, yeah. 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 To do the breakdown. That's right. Is that it then? Did you get it all out? I got it all out, but I think that you can wrap it up with um, PTSD and something wise that we, we've learned living with PS PTSD. I feel like I'm through my... I'm ready to toss mine behind me. You think so? I feel like That's I'm good. ready to cut that chapter out of my story. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so you can wrap it up. Can I wrap it up? Please, I, I, I Brooke. I don't really have anything wise to say. but uh, I think we should dedicate this podcast to Miss Ruby May. Yes, this is a podcast for Ruby. Ruby Cakes. Saying goodbye. Yeah, the sweet puppy she is. Was. <laughs> she still is. She's this is else. the wise thing that came out of that, that you said to me on that sure. day. On uh, November 17th, you said, you know what? You said, life is for the living. It's true. It's very true. Life I thought it was living. dumb in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> He's preaching again. Preach, baby, yeah. preach. With that, thank you for listening. Any questions or comments, please put them or place them down on the uh, comment section. And Only if they're nice. You know, well, or if you agree with me and not with Jennifer. And then uh, you can find Jennifer at a little something in South Berwick, Maine. And you can find myself at... Uh, yoga on York in York, Maine. Until, like, it's funny, the crossovers, though. Sometimes, like, people from your world will see you at the store. Yes. And it takes them a second. Second, because I'm not in yoga clothes. I love it. Mm -hmm. All right, till next time. Thanks for joining. Have a good night. <laughs>